0: from Center City. This is the Rorschach Nigeria update from the 29th of September 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Nigeria. Official campaigns for next year's general elections started on Saturday the 24th. The ruling All Progressives Congress Party launched its presidential campaign council on the same day. The chairman of the council is President Buhari, and the governor of Plateau State, is the council's director-general. Many people were shocked upon hearing that Vice President Arsambarja was not a part of it. According to the media, the vice president wasn't included because he had a quarrel with the presidential candidate of the party. However, President Buhari denied these claims and said that he had ordered the party to exclude the VP and the secretary to allow them to concentrate, on the governance of the country now some news on the main opposition the people's democratic party lawanda ray won the party's election to run for state governor in Zamfara on friday the 23rd again recall that on friday the 16th a federal high court canceled the results of the previous election due to electoral malpractices and ordered the party to carry out a new ballot Tambuwal, the governor of Sokoto State, who has been the vice chairman of the Nigerian Governors Forum for the past four years, emerged as the acting chairman of the forum on Thursday the 22nd. He will replace the chairman of the forum, the governor of Ikiti State, and will be in the office till May of next year when a new chairman will be elected. And enough news about the executive, let's move on to the legislative power the Senate passed a bill to increase the number of judges on the appeal court from 90 to 110 on Thursday the 27th. The legislators said this will help to reduce delays in the justice system. On the same day, the lawmakers rejected a bill to make it mandatory for the president to rotate between the country's six geopolitical zones. The senator who sponsored the bill claimed it would have promoted fairness across the country, as it would make it impossible for consecutive presidents to come from the same geopolitical zone. However, the legislators said the bill was unconstitutional, as the constitution permits any citizen from any geopolitical zone to become president at any time. Now next up, some economic news. The central bank raised its interest rate to a bit over 15% for the first time ever on Tuesday the 27th. The bank also said it will keep increasing it to reduce inflation as the annual inflation rate of about 20% is above the 9% target. The African Development Bank launched a $600 million program called Digital Creative Enterprise on Thursday the 22nd the president of the african development bank said the program will support early stage technology startups and micro small and medium-sized enterprises in the creative sector he claimed that the program will also create six million jobs and add approximately six billion dollars to the economy he also said the country has a debt burden that stands at about 100 billion dollars and that it needs help from the international community to reduce it. However, the Minister of Finance disagrees with the president of the bank. On Thursday the 22nd, she said that the debt wasn't the problem, and it wasn't excessive. She said that the problem was that the country wasn't generating enough revenue to pay back its debt fast enough and prevent the liability from increasing. She said the total debt is just 24% of the size of the economy, below the 40% threshold the executive set, and that the government was working on the oil theft issue in Niger Delta, which has reduced oil revenue. Talking about oil revenue on Thursday the 22nd, the Minister of State for Petroleum Resources said the Petroleum Industry Act that became a law last year will boost investments in the oil and gas sector. According to the minister, this industry faced operational challenges in the past, which led to poor infrastructure and low investment. However, he said that the executive was determined to reform the sector with the act, according to which new investors won't have to pay taxes for the first 10 years. On that note about investment, on Monday the 26th, The World Bank said the future of Nigeria's economy is unstable, and that's why the country is unable to attract investments. According to the bank, the Russian invasion of Ukraine, lower oil production due to oil theft, the high level of insecurity and uncertainty due to next year's general elections all contribute to the economic instability. The World Bank advised the executive to create a business environment that will attract private investments which are necessary to create jobs and boost the economy. Speaking of banks, on Monday the 26th, the board of Sterling Bank said it received approval from shareholders to turn into a holding company. Once it undergoes the change, the company will be able to buy other financial services companies apart from banking such as pension, asset management, and insurance companies, something it was not allowed to do with its current banking license. Moving on to travel news, on Tuesday the 27th, the Minister of Aviation announced that Ethiopian Airlines will have a majority shareholding of 49% in the new National Nigeria Airways, while the executive will have 5% of the shares. The minister said the airline will be a limited liability company with an initial capital of $300 million and no government intervention, and that the airline's flights will start operating in November between Abuja and Lagos, and that it will add more routes later. The previous national carrier was entirely owned by the government, but stopped operations back in 2003. And on that note about travel, President Buhari received the new ambassadors from India, Germany, the Netherlands, and three other countries on Wednesday the 28th in Abuja, he urged the diplomats to build on the good work of the predecessors. The diplomats then said that the president of their countries supported next year's presidential elections and that they would build good relations with whoever emerged victorious. In some sports news, the men's national football team narrowly avoided a third straight loss on Friday the 23rd. Iwobi and Dessers scored a goal each, and the team held on for a draw against Algeria. Despite the team not winning recently, the head coach is still positive. On Thursday the 22nd, he said that he plans to win the AFCON next year and make fans happy, as the last time Nigeria took the trophy home was 2013. Mikkel Obi, who was part of the team that won the AFCON in 2013, retired from professional football on Tuesday, the 27th. He was once the captain of the national team and spent most of his club career at Chelsea. The accolades poured in for the player. Chelsea Football Club thanked him for everything he has done for the club, while his former teammate John Terry wished him a happy retirement on Twitter. And finally, some entertainment news. The African Music Magazine Awards organizers released its list of nominees on Saturday the 24th. After two years of holding the award ceremony virtually because of COVID-19, this year it will take place in Texas on the 19th of November. Black Sheriff and Fireboy are nominated for Best Male Artist of the Year, while Thames and Tiwa Savage will compete in the Best Female Artist of the Year category. Would you like to check out the full list of nominees? You can click on the link in our show notes. Finally, since Saturday the 1st is Independence Day, the government declared Monday the 3rd a public holiday. And that's it for this week. Thanks to all of you who wrote in to join the conversation about community. For those who are interested, we have a newsletter in Substack that comes out less than once a month for the most part. If you want to join to hear about why we do these updates and other big picture aspects of Rorschach, you can always email us at podcast at rorschach.com. That's R-O-R-S-H-O-K dot com. We'll report and keep the conversation going there. Also, tell us how you celebrated Independence Day. (laughs) Karoti.